This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Watch this movie. I really don't want to. But it was given to us by Steve and Izzy. You're still not selling me. It has Goldberg. This seems pretty terrible. The Wrestler Bill Goldberg. Do we really have to? Okay, I've got another plan. Did I pour my own drink? Nathan, take off your pants. This is taking a weird turn. Take them off quicker. <coughs> take but. <coughs> All right, stop right there. Stop right oh, there. Oh, who Reddit. Are you? Ready to stop this transmission? We're here from the CBC, and oh, we're no. here to shut this down for oh, inappropriate no. content. And no. <laughs> get, get on the ground! Get oh, on the ground! No. Get on the ground! Oh, super glad you got here, CBC guy, because I'm feeling kind of woozy. Nurse, if you could help that man over there, he seems to be uh, experiencing some sort of delusions. I don't know. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 Mr. CBC, Mr. CBC. Yes? Why, why, why did you bring your daughter? Too quiet. Gummy bears! Oh, kid, I wouldn't touch the gummy bears. I wouldn't do not touch the gummy bears. Mat. I already ate six of them. Oh no! She's gonna be tripping balls. Gummy bears! Down I go. Oh no! You're gonna fry for this. American justice. Talk to my mother like that. I, it's Santa Claus. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Brendan. Oh, I almost got you. You should nah. have seen the look on your face, which no I, one can see because we're a podcast. Your, your beard is is far too disheveled to be Santa Claus. Actually, I'm pretty clean. Uh, I'm pretty uh, fairly clean shaven right now, so. Oh, I don't buy it. Well, you're gonna have to. Anyhow. Anywho, this is a new episode of What Were They Thinking? Who are you? I'm Nathan. I'm Brendan. As I said before. Well, you said it again. Right. And uh, we're talking about a film, an important film. This is a, actually, this is a, uh, a Patreon pick from Stephen Izzy of Everything I Learned From Movies. Oh, oh, look, look who's in the room. It's Stephen Izzy from Everything I Learned From Movies. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. <laughs> and this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. All right, knock it off. Knock it guys. off. This is our show. <laughs> Fun facts. Uh, yeah, Who's so- he, Steve? 
You're making it worse. <laughs> We're talking about the Christmas uh, cinematic masterpiece starring Bill <laughs> Goldberg, 2000 and... I didn't even look up the year. It's 2005. 2005's Santa's Sleigh, spelled S-L-A-Y. And as I said previously, I enjoyed this as a one-off joke in Ernest Saves Christmas. I didn't need the actual movie. Uh, spoiler alert, this movie is terrific. (laughs) (laughs) It's something, that's for sure. It's an incredible 72 minutes long, or something like that? It is brief, so that's a point in its favor. Uh, but say the slate, um, you know, usually we do a little preamble, uh, some background to this movie. There really isn't a lot. It was a Christmas movie with, uh, Bill Goldberg playing a killer Santa Claus. And unlike our two other... Two other Killer Santa Claus movies that we've done on this show alone. This is an actual <laughs> Santa Claus that kills people. Yeah, not some dude dressed as Santa who's yeah. pissed off at his mall job as Santa Claus. And unlike the se- the, the the other sa- Killer Santa Claus movie, this uh, does not have mostly footage from another movie. True. Uh, <laughs> it does suffer from a severe lack of Irish nuns, but... <laughs> Well, you know what, Nathan? I'm just really glad she's on her way to Ohio right now, so... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, Brent, have fun with that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, so before we before we uh, really get started... Well, actually, you know, we get started here with a plethora of cameos. Yes, I, I feel that they spent a good chunk of the budget just on the cameos. We have Rebecca Gayhart, the cover girl model. Yeah. Uh, the nanny, Fran Drescher. Right. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, the second appearance on this show of Chris Kattan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and an uncredited James Caan. <laughs> I wonder so, okay. why. <laughs> yeah, when James I saw James Caan on the screen, I was like, wait, there's no way he's actually in this movie. It's got to be a lookalike or something. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought I turned on Elf for like a hot second. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then I didn't see his name in the credits. So, like you, Steve, I also questioned the authenticity of whether he was in this movie or not. <laughs> I was like, surely he would be credited. Nope. I say, well, but, here's the real question: What does the director have on James Con? <laughs> <laughs> well, and and just to give you everyone uh, listening an ex- a sample of what the dialogue is kind of like right from the get go. This is a little sample of the family talking to each other. <sighs> I'm not sure how they're related either. We'll talk about that after. Yeah. What's going on? From big old Santa. Just a faithful husband. <laughs> What's the second thing she wants? You know what I'm thinking, Angel. What, darling? I was thinking, dear God, don't let this bird taste like a shoe like it did last year. Let it be tender and moist just for once. Yeah, moist. That would be nice. It's called foreplay. I don't want to screw the bird. I want to eat it. So there you have it. So that so a nice uh, image in your head of James Caan and Fran Drescher having sex. You cut it off yeah. before he could use his gay slur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Half an F word, yeah. he says to Chris Kattan, yeah. Uh, so, okay, can we, before we even get the appearance of Santa, how is everyone related here? 
Okay, so if I could take a swing at it. Okay, go all right, go for it. James Caan, uncredited James Caan. Yes, uncredited Caan. Is married to very credited Fran Drescher. <laughs> very credited, yes. Beautician of the Beast. So. She, she is boobular, I agree. Uh, Chris Kattan, I believe, is her brother in law, and I think okay. James Caan's brother in law as well. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Okay. So the other girl would be, like, James Caan's sister. Okay. And so Catan is boning... Is is married to Rebecca Gayhart's character. Right. And boning her sister on the side. Fran... No, sister-in-law. Fran Drescher would be her sister-in-law. Oh. Because J- I was oh, saying James Caan was right. her brother. So the two younger so James girls... Connor, Becca Gayhart, or brother, brother and sister? Oh no! You know what? I I bet it is. It's uh, not James Con's daughter. Fran Drescher yeah. is like a second or third wife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes more sense. So okay, hold, hold, let's 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 uh, take a look at this for a second. <laughs> we will We're get into past the rest of the film. The looking glass here, people. So Let's unpack this scene. If yeah, only Santa really, could show up and just kill everybody before we could find we, out. We really need to figure this out before we move on, guys. So Fran Drescher, <laughs> you're saying Fran Drescher is like kind of like sort of a trophy wife type deal? Yes. But yeah. but even though she's like not really like the the typical age. Was, for, maybe. Okay. You know, okay. again, like yeah, probably ten a years second. ago she yeah. was the trophy wife. Yeah. Okay, now she so, can't get rid of her, which is why they're miserable. Because they don't have moist sex. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just like sandpaper. <laughs> well, I mean, it is James Caan. Exactly. And friend dresser. <laughs> God damn. Glad the unrated cut didn't come out. <laughs> so, Fred Drescher and James Caan are married. Right. And you're saying that Rebecca Gayhart is James Caan's sister? No, daughter. 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 Yeah. Okay, and Chris Catan so, is her husband. So, Chris Catan is bowling his mother in law? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we've got that. So the daughters, who, by the way, wish that they are, are thankful that they're not Samoan. That was weird. <laughs> that was weird, <laughs> which they kind of commented on because they probably thought audiences will think this is weird, but then that's it. They just kind of left it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So that's a pretty fucked up situation. Familial yep. situation. Steve, Izzy, do you have any thoughts to the to the uh, alternative, or does that sound like a pretty succinct view of this family unit? Yeah, that's pretty much what I figured was, yeah, that Fran Drescher and, and James Conn were married, and the other ones were the daughters. The only thing I could have possibly thought is that um, the other guy was just Fran Drescher's boyfriend, like the pole boy, and she's that blatant about her cheating is that she just brought him to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Chris Kattan again not if he's supposed to be the pool boy not ideal casting yeah no, no. but again like that's how low she set her standards because she's that miserable in her marriage <laughs> but <laughs> he is mango <laughs> the dog is named Scribbles, Scribbles. From, Blue, from Blues Brothers 2000 that is, that is a good name uh, okay and guess what guys <laughs> Santa Claus comes in and, of course, oh. they called Fred Drescher's character Virginia so he could make the joke, yes, Virginia, mm-hmm. there is a Santa Claus. 
Yeah. So we get the nanny laugh because everyone was waiting for that. That's the fan service we all wanted. <laughs> or dolphin, whatever. <laughs> oh my god, Fran Drescher has a talking dolphin? Why did that have her happen? Oh, coming next summer. <laughs> Fran Drescher is Flipper. Oh my god. Look who's talking and Flipper together. No, Zeus and Roxanne, so you can have a, have a talking dog and dolphin romance. And a shirtless James Conn can... could play Zeus the dog. Wait, <laughs> can John Travolta and Kirstie Alley still be the parents? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Gilbert Godfrey as the dog. Yeah. See, they broke up, and now Kirstie Alley's dating the goot, and uh, John Travolta has to go win her back. <laughs> Wait, For those and who don't I still... know, the goot is Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> And I still want the kids to be, uh, well, the kids are obviously teenagers now, but I still want the, their thoughts to be voiced by Bruce Willis and Roseanne Barr. <laughs> are you kidding? No, no, no. They're like in their 40s. Ooh, yeah. Roseanne Barr. That's controversial. What? But yeah, their, their voices are still just done. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, Roseanne Barr, not Kevin Spacey. My bad, Steve. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, so Santa kills everyone in pretty inventive ways, I'll say. Yeah. I, I feel just the entire movie, again, is like Silent Night, Deadly Night, the first one, mm. where it's got a real loose plot and everything is just dotted with, man, wouldn't it be cool if Santa killed someone like this? <laughs> and it was. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're he, talking about. It's fucking awesome. He uses the... the treetop or star like a shuriken yeah because th- that's how those things are built right right yeah, yeah. Absolutely. he kills uh rebecca gayhart with a uh board with like a nail in it he uh, chris Catan's death is the dumbest because he just throws him into a cabinet yeah <laughs> like everyone yeah. else dies horrible gory deaths and Catan literally just takes a pratfall and then he's supposedly dead <laughs> well that that was just unintentional <laughs> he had a more dignified death than Monkey Bone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so much so that I almost expected him to show up in the last bit of the movie and be like, "Guys, I'm still here." <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm perfectly fine. Okay, Romano, what are you doing here? Ba da ba da ba ba ba. And then, the, and then the credits roll. Uh, but yeah, everyone's killed. Uh, I think Fred Drescher gets her hair caught on, set on fire, and then she's yes. drowned yeah. in eggnog. Yeah. Uh, James Caan gets a fucking turkey leg in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest death Suck ever. Suck on this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Santa gets some some choice one-liners throughout this movie. Oh, but... the, the dad jokes in this thing were just... <laughs> so, oh, yeah. cut to the worst cover of a Christmas classic ever. Okay, I'm going to make a note starting here. As bad as this movie is, the music is worse than the worst acting in this movie. <laughs> All of the music in this is awful. You mean you didn't like that song that was like, Wow, Santa Claus going out down the street! Oh, the one that was just like, guys attempting to like punk rock just his actions? Yep. <laughs> now he's opening up a Diet Coke! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a punk Randy Newman. <laughs> <laughs> not lying I would listen to that I because Randy like Newman would do it right yeah exactly <laughs> opening credits <laughs> did you notice in the credits like they had uh, the the textiles not the textiles that you can close with but you know the text 
tiling with the people's names, but it was also hidden in the uh, the Sanskrit yes. or dead language or whatever that was supposed to be. I wrote that down yeah. because I wrote down, I was like, well, they clearly thought either, oh, no one's really actually able to read this, so we'll put real credits too. Yeah. Or they didn't finish the the effect and they were like, wait, it's all the same color. No one's going to be able to see these credits. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm sure it was a uh, focus group thing. I, after the first screen, they're like, yeah, so there was that book thing, but we couldn't read any credits. Is that saving for the end? Or? Couldn't you just render the actual credits a different color? No, that'll take far too much time. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Let's completely redo it. <laughs> Do you have any idea? Any idea how expensive James Conn is for four hours? <laughs> we won't credit him. Did you notice that uh, one of those credits that was hidden but did not appear on screen was Brett Ratner? Yep. <laughs> I thought I saw his name. And I was like, wait a second, so is he part of this movie? Yeah, he was a producer. He, but, he came up he... a little later, I think, when they were like showing the town and stuff. Like, produced by Brett Ratner. I'm like, oh, that's why this got made. Okay. <laughs> it's like Brett Ratner's AD or something directed this movie. <laughs> so, you know, that, that, that turned out, you know, great. Um, oh, I forgot that Goldberg also kicked a dog into the fan. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, he <laughs> did. Scrabbles. Scrabbles, yeah. Or scribbles. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought of you when he did that, Brendan. Actually, it wasn't really bothered by it because it was so cartoonish. <laughs> <laughs> the more realistic, the worse. Um, so we start out in Hell Township. Yep. So yep. it's in Hell, Michigan. Yep. <laughs> I was born in Michigan. Um, yeah, no, Hell's a real place. They have an ice cream shop called Ice Cream in Hell. Yep. Well, speaking of hell, this is one of the first characters we meet. Let's just take a little listen here. The hell is in the holiday hoagie. Turkey cranberry stuffing mayo. What? Slow down. And stop smacking on that damn chewing gum. Yeah. Uh, turkey, raisinets, Cheerios, cranberries, gummy bears, Altoids. Oh, you're being cute, you little shit. Just give me the roast beef plain. None of that lean crap. You're just as loony as your crackpot grandfather. I hope you haven't inherited that old Codger Ewelson's Christmas spirit. Tell that boob to put some Christmas decorations up. How you doing there, Mrs. Talbot? How are you? That's a roast beef sandwich. It's four seventy-five. That's with a senior discount. Yes, it is. What a hustle! Did four fifty make you any happier? Four fifty. Here you go. And uh, have a very happy holiday there, Mrs. Talbot. Don't use that political language shit with me. It's Christmas. Wish me Merry Christmas. I'm sorry. Merry Christmas, Mrs. Talbot. Thank you. And go fuck yourself. What a fucking whore. Lovely. I know. I'm with her. Saw the... That kid's a shit. Right? Oh, that kid's Saul a kid. Deli guy. But super unlikable. He is, but I actually hate that old woman, too. I actually kind of love her because she reminds me of a family member of mine who is now past, who was actually a really sweet lady, but would totally put on that, like, grumpy lady persona, and oh, it's I, hilarious. Well, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, anytime I've ever said happy holidays, someone had some old lady freaked out at me, it's basically like this woman in the movie. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Wish me Merry Christmas! Sit on your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, no, that old fact, I retract my previous holiday well wish. What? Ho- well, Hanukkah is over, <laughs> and so... And may you go fuck yourself as well, milady. <laughs> it's Merry Kwanzaa, you asshole. But yeah, anyway, she gets killed quickly, thankfully. Because G- Goldberg, for some reason, so Santa Claus is like... For some reason, he has to drive on the road? In his sleigh <laughs> that flies? Yes. Yeah, uh, he's like stuck behind her on the road, and she's, and he, you know, she's doing the stereotypical old woman driving, and his what, like, like smoking like a chimney. Yeah, and his like reindeer <laughs> buffalo thing, uh, bucks her off the road and flips the car over and basically kills her. I was like, oh come on, please give her the Silent Night Deadly Night treatment. Come on, Santa. Oh God. Wait, wait, why does he have a buffalo? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. It's yeah. a North American creature. Right, I, guys, I think I, I called it a hell one. deer. Yeah, Just call it a hell deer. I, I can answer this one. Yes. Um, so, in in lore, Santa yeah. has reindeer and buffalo. Uh, however, in the prop room, they had uh, the thing from White <laughs> Buffalo, nineteen seventy seven, Charles Bronson movie. Check it out. Um, and so they had to dress that up like a reindeer. Um, the funny thing is, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys, because Stephen Izzy said for some reason when they watched it, there were no outtakes. I don't know if you oh. saw the outtakes, Nathan. Oh, I did. But, uh, that, that animal was very, uh, unleashed on the set, apparently. Because, and again, ooh. that's because, Brendan, um, remember, they live in an alternate dimension. <laughs> right. So their they... showgirls, too, is different. It would stand to reason that their Santa's sleigh release was different. Correct. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Goldberg had a little moment in the outtakes where the buffalo kind of bucked up, and Goldberg was like, "Goodbye." <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, so anyway, that old lady's dead. But yes, we meet the most unlikable main character. I think I've seen it a long time. Did oh, before you do that? Did you catch what the old lady yelled to Goldberg? No. Suck it. Oh. <laughs> also, she was she was unfazed by the fact that Santa Claus was behind her on the road. I just thought it was great that somebody threw a DX taunt at Goldberg. <laughs> she couldn't see past her cataracts. She's like, I watched the Monday Night Wars. I like that subtle joke. Then the other one that comes towards the end or at the very end. At Wait, very do you end, really yeah. think? Do you really think the movie was aware enough that they were making a DX joke? I hope so. They're aware enough to make the other joke. I don't know. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, so... Anyway, Doug, Doug Yulson is his Ugh. fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> the most unlikable person in the world. And just why is he unlikable? Because he is a horrible person. He, and he uh, wishes he was Ryder Storm. <laughs> Ryder Strong? Or Ryder Strong, sorry. Yeah. Uh, his grandfather doesn't celebrate Christmas for reasons unknown at this time, but he is like, he is the kind of person where I, okay. Is this girl, his girlfriend right away? I don't know. I think she, she wants to be his girlfriend. And I feel like he is such a self-absorbed prick. He's not picking up on any of uh, her subtle, subtle hints, but she definitely wants a piece of that. Yeah, and I again, I have no idea what is attra- attracting her to him, because he is. He well, this is, is back well, to that movie, that movie cliche of apparently he's completely unresistible. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and just to point this out, uh, wasn't Chris Kattan married to Rebecca Gayhart? <laughs> I don't see the issue there, Steve. What are you trying to point out? I'm just saying, you know. 
Apparently, there's different beauty standards in this movie Did universe. You say Corky Romano and the Noxzema chick. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess when your best choices are <laughs> Doug Yules and James Caan and Chris Kattan, you take what you can get. Yeah. <laughs> so, Doug Yulson is, again, he's contemptible. He, uh, so much so that he even drops the R word later when she tries, the girl tries to give him a gift. <laughs> he's like, right? How like, dare she get him a present? Dude. Um, but soon enough, uh, so, so he works at a deli with her and with their boss, played by Saul Rubinek. Saul Rubinek, when Alfred Molina won't return your calls. <laughs> <laughs> that's mean well it's true though so our next didn't interview say, on everything about I learned not from being movies truthful. Oh. Uh, what was that Steve so our next interview on everything I learned from movies is uh, Mr. Alfred Sol- Molina <laughs> oh cause Alfred Molina didn't email you back uh, maybe <laughs> alright Mr. Rubinek uh, you played Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2 uh, oh wait! Oh sorry, wrong uh, wrong document file there. Uh, <laughs> you played the coke head gangster in True Romance. <laughs> yes, yes, Le- Leo uh, Leibowitz, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Why do you always get cast in Jewish roles? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> hmm. They pay better. <laughs> His name could not be more Jewish if it was Sam Eddick. <laughs> It's strange how that he's Unitarian. <laughs> oh, greatest fake Simpsons credit ever. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's a total dick. So, uh, anyway, Mr. Mister Green, uh, Sal Rubinek, uh, gives them gifts. He gives them a snow globe and a world clock. Yeah. Right? And a the- Games Illustrated world clock. <laughs> what? It was, it was supposed to be like a Sports Illustrated. Yeah clock but oh i didn't even notice that games yeah. illustrated wow yep uh she offers her i guess quasi soon to be boyfriend a drive home and he's like no i've got my scooter uh but he ends up relenting and getting in the car with her and they play a song that is uh, on the radio that izzy really likes <laughs> oh yeah the music in this i'm buying the soundtrack now hell yeah mm. um <laughs> So then, <laughs> I do gotta say, it, it would be great to work at a, a hip hop station in hell if it's if it was as cool as it actually sounds. I work at the hip hop station in hell. Isn't that a predominantly white Irish community? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, well, I think it's a lot of Polish. Okay. Uh, we meet. Doug's grandfather, uh, played by Robert Culp. He is the inventor of the uh, the world's giant uh, biggest uh, backpack iPod, I guess. With <laughs> yeah. like a record player. But he, uh, yeah, it's a record player strapped to a backpack. Yeah. With headphones. I actually have a note. Is this Rand Pelser? Is this a Gremlin sequel? <laughs> I didn't know why they made him an inventor because it doesn't really like do anything. Track with anything else oh, about yeah. him but that's yeah. how but spoiler alert that's how they're gonna wrap up the end of the film with one of his inventions Fair. right but other than that like why the fuck is he an inventor <laughs> just, we because need make... they need a re- they need a reason why he never leaves the house and yet can afford to take care of his grandson well i don't want it's a spo- better he's an architect it's your kids money it's got something to do with your kids <laughs> what do they turn out to be assholes or something <laughs> <laughs> 
that would be great. <laughs> what a future you showed up and was like, your kids, they're going to grow up to be huge assholes. We've got to fix this now. <laughs> Hold very still. I'll get the scissors. Wait, what? No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Can't I just change my parenting style? It's too late for that. <laughs> well, this episode keeps taking turns. My yep. Hashtag child murder. <laughs> Not yet, Steve. Not yet. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, so, anyway, so the giant iPod. Uh, <laughs> that's how we got here. That was the walk book. <laughs> Santa Claus is walking around killing folk because he poses as, like, a Salvation Army Santa, I guess, and uh, murders somebody who tries to rob him. And then this girl, this little girl walks by and because there's, like, a, a bell, and she goes, Is an angel getting its wings? Yeah, they really dialed up the Christmas uh, puns and references and jokes in this thing. What else are they going to do? Oh, I, sorry. I just noticed my note about the backpack uh, record player, and I labeled it the Hipster Walkman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Next big thing in San Francisco. And was there also a uh, put-your-eye-out joke? Nodding to a Christmas story there. I believe so. Yeah. I, I think they've basically just got a couple of writers together. We're like, all right, we need all the Christmas cliches. We'll make a list. We'll work them in somehow. I do want to say, though, I know that It's a Wonderful Life is like a holiday classic and like a lot of people know what it is, but I don't think a seven-year-old would be able to reference it. Right. <laughs> Especially... The cool seven-year-old would. I yeah, will say in 2005. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, seven-year-old me actually thought several times about doing what Santa did to the guy who robbed him, and that is impaling him with a shiv-like candy cane that he made himself. (laughs) Yeah. In the eyeball. Right in the eye. That's the put-your-eye-out. There we go. We Uh, solved that mystery. There we go. So, yeah, he he uh, kills that dude. Back to Grandpa's house, and he's like... Oh, why, Grandpa? Why are you? Why do you hate Christmas so much? As if that's like the first time he's asked him, even though it's been like eight or sixteen years of not celebrating Christmas. But because this is where the movie begins, this is where he has to ask him, and yeah. he says, "Oh, I have this giant book." And the kid references Evil Dead, but he can't even properly pronounce necro- Necronomicon. Necronomicon, because <laughs> he's yeah. like, "Is that a Necronomicon?" Or something like that. Necromanin. Necromanin. Necronomicon. Yeah. Look over there, it's Pumamin. Pumamin. Oh, Puma. Pumamin. Pumamin. When you reference another movie, um, try to pronounce it properly. (laughs) Do you want to get sued? (laughs) Now we owe them $15, thanks a lot. Look, you really have to mispronounce this book's title because Sam Raimi will destroy us in court. <laughs> Sam Raimi doesn't even know what Santa Slay is. It's also not even a trademark name. That, that's been around for a bit. Uh, Sam Raimi's fighting for it. There you go. Go go to his GoFundMe page, guys. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Raimi's one insanely of, litigious. One of several lawsuits against Brett Ratner at this time. I, I, I need to know... Is Robert Culp, is he supposed to be Irish or Norse or Scottish? I think Norse. Well, he tells... Yulson, right? Yeah, he tells his grandson to... He should brush up on his Norse. Right. But when he starts reading the text, 
in English, he affects an Irish accent a couple of times. I will be bold and say that they spent no time preparing this movie. And then later, <laughs> when he's replete in his finery for the final act, he looks like a Scottish Highland dancer. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there that, uh, spoiler alert, as we find out later (gasps) in this movie, he's timeless, therefore I'm sure he's lived in all of these countries. That's the same reason- That's true. He's the Highlander. He is a Highlander. He's one of the Highlanders. That's- it's the same reason why Sean Connery's from Spain. (laughs) See, I didn't know any of that when I was watching this, because this is the very first time I'd ever seen this movie. You're welcome. We've got to read between the lines. (laughs) Likewise, we recommended it without seeing it, just knowing that it existed. Because some asshole told us to watch Santa with Muscles. Hmm. Santa with Muscles? What asshole told you to watch that? Uh, hey, he has a podcast you've never heard of. He's dead to me. <laughs> oh. He's from Canada. You don't know him. <laughs> Harsh. Some Canadian jerk. <laughs> Nathan, you get you made the watch Santa with muscles. Oh no! It no, our beloved movie. Patreon, Brandon, put <laughs> it out for us. Santa, he said my name. <laughs> it's our podcast, Dickweed. You started it with I'm Brendan. What? What's going on? <laughs> Wait, 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 just a second. He's been eating those gummy bears. Just a second, just a second, just a second, just a second, just a second. So, Santa stabs a candy cane into somebody's eye. Yeah. Oh, no, no, wait, we're past that. No, we're past that. So We can talk about it some more. No, we're good. Let's move on. So, Marty's asshole kids have to be stopped. Can you explain, how come the alarm goes off every time someone opens the door? Don't you? No, no, no. Because they arm it, or they're supposed to. Yeah. But they don't. Every time they open the door, they had... It goes off to say, oh, the alarm is about to go off. You have so much time to put the code in. They never... They put the code in, like, once in the movie. Every other time they do it, they just walk away with the beeping going off. And the alarm never goes off. Worst alarm security company ever. But I thought once Because the grandpa made it and he didn't actually hook it up to any company. (laughs) That's a fair point. That is a fair point. (laughs) This is where we find out... That Santa Claus is actually the Antichrist, and oh my Christmas God. is his birthday. Yeah, so yeah. Santa is the son of the <laughs> devil, by the way. And the reason he is evil is because he lo- or because uh, he was good for a thousand years was because he lost a curling game to an angel. Yeah, curling, and I was like, oh, this is why it was recommended by Brendan. Recommended <laughs> by Brendan? Why gave it to us? Well, that's hilarious. Oh, wait. She, uh... <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> the, the, the wager that they make seems a little one-sided because uh, he's like, if I win, you got to be nice for a thousand years. And he's like, but if I win, you're damned to hell for eternity. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, that's how you make those kind of bets. That's how you win. Taking and big risks. Spoiler alert. <gasps> the same bet is made later in the movie, but with forever replacing the thousand years which at the time i said why didn't you just make that fucking bet in the first place because he was short-sighted also i do have to grant this animated scene it's like uh oh the rankin and bass delightful i really enjoyed it it was the best part of the the whole movie should have been done like this (laughs) oh my i would it would get a lot more points from me if that were the case. How much fun would it be watching Fran Drescher's hair on fire if she was in stop motion? 
Guys, we have to talk about Pastor Dave Thomas. Yes, yes. we do. Yeah. Good old so, Doug McKenzie. Yeah, that. Uh, so the pastor's a real hoser, and he uh, he's doing this. <laughs> he's doing this speech. He's a delightful man getting collections, and then he takes his collection plate to the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. As one does. <laughs> and, I don't see uh, the problem here. <laughs> of course. After he he shows up at the strip club and it's like the saddest thing ever because he's like, hey, so uh, are we gonna have any problems tonight? He's like, no, it's Christmas Eve. I think you're good. <laughs> I don't see how it's sad. He seemed pretty happy he walked in. In fact, he yelled, "Hey, nice tits!" Yeah, yeah, yeah and totally. They he's did. Very... They they were decent tits. So there yeah. you go. It was accurate. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's Merry a happy, Christmas, totally, totally unbroken man. You're right. How could I have ever thought the otherwise? <laughs> Merry Christmas. I have a. <laughs> this this scene here made me uh, think about uh, that story I told on your guys' podcast about the lap yeah. dance. Check out Showgirls 2 on everything bum, I learned from movies for that story. Bum, bum, bum. But <laughs> while I was there, I noticed around the uh, the establishment they had uh, they had signs that said. Tip with paper money only, please. <laughs> yeah. Make it hail. <laughs> well, no. not only that, because they they were like, the idea, because they were throwing like pe- pennies and, and shit like that. In Canada, you could actually have like $3 hurled at you, and it would hurt because of dollar and $2 coins. The fucking loonies. asshole was throwing loonies on the stage. <laughs> Yeah, and that's it. There's a reason why there's a sign. Jesus. Anytime Somebody had a... to be spoken to, and then a sign had to be made. Anytime you see a sign like that, it's so depressing, because you're like, oh, there had to be an incident to yep. have someone make that sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had enough trouble that they had to physically make a sign over it. Oh shit, it's Tootie Tommy, better put that sign up. <laughs> I, I thought it was great, um... When he was going in, the marquee for uh, the strip joint had, uh, it was home to the Klondikes, and uh, the guest that night was uh, Tess Tickle or something like that. Yep. Which, I'm just going to say right now, I get it, I get the joke, like her name is Tess Tickler, but that doesn't really, that's not a good stripper name. <laughs> it's like, that's, Tess yeah. Tickler? I'm not, that's not really appealing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's going to, like, a super progressive strip club. If, if it's a cross-dressing stripper, then I get it. But if it's just a woman, like... If it's just a woman with the name Tess Tickler... Uh, no. No. <laughs> but Goldberg goes in, and uh, Goldberg goes into the to the establishment after he kills the, the, the guy at the front with a wreath. Chokes him ho, out. ho, hoes. Yeah. Ho, ho, hoes. Makes out with a stripper. Hashtag me too, Santa. And... <laughs> I, Maybe I, it's warm inside. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they have a shovel and a pickaxe right above the bar. <laughs> because it's gold diggers. It's the gold right? diggers. Yeah. It's the gold oh, digger yeah. club. Did yeah, we, we had that same thought too. It's like, oh yeah, I guess it is a mining theme. It goes with theme. the whole uh, motif they have for the place. Yeah. I get the design, but the fact that they have a working shovel and pickaxe. It's not like they have moving parts, Brandon. Say <laughs> it's not like, oh man, they really had a two-stroke engine. That's it's a shovel and a pickaxe. It's probably yeah, make cheaper sure, to have a real one than put a fake one up. <laughs> make sure the firing pin has been filed down and removed <laughs> from that shovel and pickaxe. I meant, 
I get, I would get it. They had a design, like a logo, not actual pickaxe and shovel. Again, it was cheaper to get an actual pickaxe and shovel than you know to nothing make about strip club decor. You're putting sharp objects like that in a strip club with drunk assholes. Yeah, okay. Good. Go yeah, swap because, the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a goddamn seven foot tall wrestler with the mystical powers, you're not getting up there and utilizing it. <laughs> so Steve could use it. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Santa sprays oh. down a stripper pole before he uses it to electro- yeah, electrocute he someone. Yeah, he totally, like, had to sanitize that before he touched it. Yep. Uh, he he stabs someone with it, I think, and then he uses another one and, like, he uses it uh, to hand to someone and then push it up into a light to electrocute them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I, I will say, right now, before we go any further, all the, a lot of the deaths in this movie are pretty inventive. Yeah. That, that yeah. they are. They did a good job on that. Yeah, it wasn't just like Silent Deadly Night where people were just getting stabbed. I feel like the entire movie was based around the deaths. Yeah. (laughs) As one would do. (laughs) That is how a movie like this gets made. (laughs) Uh, Goldberg did a kip up. I don't think I ever saw him do that in wrestling once. Really? Not to my recollection. I thought I remember him doing it a lot in like his earlier days. Okay. Yeah, just like it'd be like the... He'd take, like, someone's, uh, someone's signature move and then do the kip-up, and the guy would turn around, and he'd be like, Ah! Okay. Yeah. That was for the, that was a video, uh, for everyone at home. <laughs> yeah! Why does Grandpa have an automatic, uh, page-turning machine? Yeah, <laughs> that was a little... Well, it, because the oils on your fingers will cause a, what, 5,000-year-old book or whatever to deteriorate over time? Also, but he's also, an inventor. But also, it's able to recognize vocal signals because when the kid is reading the giant book and he's just like gets to the end of the page, it knows to turn the page. <laughs> oh no, he has to read it in time. It just automatically turns every so many seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. So, if you're a slow reader, you're screwed at Grandpa's voice. Ooh, no way, go back, go back. To, to, to he, to he, to the. Oh, the. <laughs> Ma 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 turtle. <laughs> oh, the turtle. Ma ma. Okay, I'm just gonna read it for you. So so anyway, Goldberg uh, finishes killing people, and then he he leaves the strippers in the bar and uh, sets it on fire. Enjoy your death trap, ladies. And yeah, yeah uh, he calls he them naughty. I disagree. They were quite nice. They were. And did it remind you of an, of Silent Night, Deadly Night? When he kept saying, naughty. Naughty, yeah. <laughs> Before he killed people. Naughty. Also, the way he finds out if they're all naughty is he blows on coal, apparently, and it turns red. <laughs> no, like, I yeah. think he just... That, he oh, no, that, that, that was how he activated fire. his bomb. Yeah, oh, that was his that, coal bomb. I thought that doubled as a naughty, nice detector. No, 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 no. no. That was just his coal bomb. Because you get coal for Christmas when you're naughty. His Michael Cole bomb? Yeah, his Michael Cole bomb. Ah... Uh, you just made Izzy make a wrestling reference. I did. I forced Good it upon yep. her. There you go. Damn it, you fell for it, baby. Hashtag me too. What? <laughs> <laughs> just forcing it on me. <laughs> oh my god. So back to Grandpa's. What is, let me get, get this. Uh, what is uh, Doug Yuletide or whatever his name is do on Christmas Eve? Uh, they're watching uh, Horny Asian Housewives or something? No, they're watching Demolition Derby. Oh, yeah. But yeah. there is an ad for 
like a college bowl game coming up, and it's the Asian Porn Housewives dot com bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, sounds about right. <sighs> yeah, Steve. Steve watches a lot of bowl games and says they have weird titles. Yeah, yeah, they change every couple of years, so that might be valid back in two thousand five. <laughs> Boy, howdy! I can't wait to see the the Brazzers dot com Rose Bowl. <laughs> Last year it was the Puppy Bowl. This year it's the Horny Asian Housewives Bowl. Right. The most unrealistic part of this is that there's a Destruction Derby on TV because if that shit was real, I'd be watching it. <laughs> but but Grandpa says, "All right, time to go." Uh, I'm, I'm hit. I hit the sack. Going to bed. Leaving uh, Nick and his uh, not sort of on again, off again girlfriend. Look, if he doesn't start banging Claire from Law soon, I'm going to. All right. <laughs> Did we Seriously mention too though. that uh, she's a huge hunting like? Well, her dad, oh, like, yeah. her family's yeah, heart. Her no, is. she is too. She shot a Wolverine and fed it to Grandpa. I thought the dad shot it. No, she said I shot it. I thought she said I shot it this no, morning. No, she said her father shot it. Her this dad morning. did. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, she's also super into hunting because like she's got guns everywhere. Well, the funny yep. thing is, she comes over with. Uh, so anyway, they're they're sitting there, and uh, he says, he, basically, Nicholas is like, "No, I get it. You think my grandfather is odd?" And she's like, "Well, I don't know, maybe like a little bit." And he's like, "Oh, you think he's a little bit odd? Your dad has fucking guns, you piece of shit!" And I'm just like, yeah. "Holy fuck, calm down." Yeah, he he's he's a dick. He's gonna die a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he has a super hot chick who's into him on his couch, all alone on Christmas Eve, and he throws her the fuck out. Like, she is ready to give it up for him right there. He's gonna get his present a little early. Yeah. Nope, he's mad because he's in love with his boss. Hashtag set story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't worry, Steve, because although he plays 16, the the actor is like 20, so... It's all good. Oh yeah, so oh, he's wow, allowed wow. to be in love with his boss. Wait, yeah. uh, c- can you legally do that in a movie? <laughs> I don't know. Ask every '90s teen movie. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, clueless. Yeah. Uh, so we get. Oh my god, guys! The greatest cameo in this movie is coming up right now because Nicholas goes to a gas station, and it's Zeus. Zeus! Yeah! With a shirt on that says, eat here and get gas. That's right. Yeah! <laughs> the funny thing is, he's actually a pleasant fella in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I was like, is he, is that, is, is this a Friday sequel? Is this, is that Bebo? <laughs> I feel it's like it might be. the Friday universe. He says, he says I, I came here, I moved out of the hood. And they, Things and the music they play. Yeah, the music they play sounded like it came from Friday. I don't know, maybe Brent would know more about this, because he's a huge fan of that series, but it seemed like it was uh, the same guy. Yeah, the working title was uh, Friday After Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I wish. And then Ice Cube and Chris Tucker and everybody else said no when they read the script. And (laughs) And then, then, but no thanks. Yeah, but then then, uh, Mike Epps was like, wait, wait, come back! (laughs) But uh, Zeus's cameo, I mean, it's great to see Zeus, but he pretty much does nothing. <laughs> um, we do find out, though, through him that uh, Mr. Green, a.k.a. Uh, second second choice Alfred Molina, has been killed by Santa Claus with no. a, a menorah in the throat. His yep. lover. Wait, what? And in, in, he got an, uh, an, an impaled, like, to the wall. And how does he talk? Because he gets, like, a last moment where he talks to, to Nicholas, yeah. and I'm like, no, no, yep. no, no. Still alive. 
Yeah, but, he's still but, alive for like two seconds so he could say, Santa's real. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Nicholas is suspect number one in that case, right? And would have been 100%. taken away by the cops. One hundred percent. The cops in this are awful. He's well, they also stand- take away a group of uh, Hasidim. <laughs> oh, which they call Amish people? Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, Nicholas is literally standing in front of a dead body, and the cops show up, they're like, hmm, th- what do we have here? <laughs> Disagreement with your boss, eh? Hmm. <laughs> so, and they kept, oh, yeah. this isn't kosher. Uh, guess that's the end of his festival of lights. The, the Hanukkah jokes. <laughs> like, were just like, wait, wait, wait. I got three more. I got three more. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> well, and did you know earlier the girls called it Chanaka? <laughs> yep. Also, if I'm Nicholas and these cops are like making jokes about, you know, my boss that was just brutally murdered. Who is clearly right. like a father figure type to him. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me, dickheads. Can you not? Ooh, that's a quick way to get thrown in the slammer. Yeah, but he was white, so it's fine. Oof. Taking a hot take. By here. by hell, Michigan standards? Is, I it mean... a hot, is it a hot take, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the cops are the worst, and they're the most incompetent police officers. <laughs> so they, they bring So then to... Zeus was arrested. What was the, what was the oh. cop's slogan? Uh... Crime will have hell to pay or something like that. That's it. There's not a chance in hell. Crime doesn't (laughs) stand a chance in hell. That's what it is. There you go. Yeah. I didn't bother to write down the slogan. I just wrote down a note that said, Cop slogan. (laughs) Uh, But then they take him to the station to meet with the sheriff. We get some hilarious jokes about cock and bush. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Basically, there's, like, two officers. One's named Sergeant Cock, and one's, like, Officer Bush or whatever, and he's like... No, there was the Chief Cock and Bush. I don't think their Uh, ranks are important. (laughs) They're both captains. Yeah, and he's like, do you prefer Cock or Bush? And he's like, well, I like Cock. He's like, doesn't Cock ride you hard? Ah, sometimes! The cop that he was talking to uh, was named uh, Dick Zucker. The only bright spot... Of that whole scene is that the kid is wearing a flin flon hockey jersey. It's the most Canadian thing that they oh. did in this movie. Oh yeah, this movie was a hundred percent filmed in Canada. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. In a movie where fucking interdimensional curling. interdimensional disagreements curling. are settled by curling. Yes, this was the most Canadian thing in this movie. <laughs> Starring Doug McKenzie as a pastor. No, I'm sorry. Flynn Flan Manitoba's hockey jersey to me is more directly Canadian than curling is because I like hockey. So you're saying when I go uh, when I go as a Canadian for Halloween, I get I should get a Flin Flon jersey. You absolutely should. You should just do that anyways. Is that gonna be a? Is that gonna be like a racial slur? Is that like like dressing like like a hula girl or like wearing a sombrero? Am I gonna get in trouble for dressing as a Canadian for Halloween? <laughs> misappropriating Canadian <laughs> culture. Izzy, as long as you don't wear a Canadian face, you'll be fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the, right. the, the syrup you walk around with has to be actual Canadian syrup, not anti-mimus. I, I'd say make sure that you also apologize, but then you would, again, be accused of cultural appropriation. Yeah. Sorry, I wouldn't want to do that. Stop oh, it. Hey. Stop it. Easy with that. Sorry I yelled at you, Izzy. Sorry I yeah, yelled. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Sorry. So... <laughs> So anyway, 
Santa. Sh so uh, Doug is telling the uh, the sheriff about his uh, his theory that Santa is killing everyone, and of course the the sheriff is like, "I 100% believe you. Let's go." No, I'm just kidding. He thinks he's crazy. No, the, the kid fucking says it in the worst way fucking possible. Yeah, like he like he he says it so that they think he's crazy. Here's a, here's an idea. Why not just say, "Hey, I've seen. I know it's a guy in a Santa suit murdering people." There, the end. Yeah. There's a guy dressed He's riding around in a giant flying buffalo. You know what? I think I'll leave this part the out. The buffalo hasn't yeah. flown at this point, I don't think. Start, you actually start the interaction with Captain Cock. Have you ever seen <laughs> Silent rain. Night, Deadly Night? The oh. first one. I thought you were going to say, one. Captain Cock, have you ever seen the rain? Why, why would I do that? I don't know. <laughs> why wouldn't you? Come gather around, children. Let me take you with me. Brendan, your dog is outside our window barking. Good job, Brendan. You got Steve singing. <laughs> About Mariah's Captain Cock and the face of whale. Mariah really enjoys oh. your songs, by the way, Steve. Of course. Hey, Mariah. <laughs> oh, no, she's not here right now. I just mean she no, she's no, we're, we're doing a shout out. Yeah, yeah she's, she's, <laughs> she's hearing this right now. <laughs> right now. As this is speak. live. Mariah, if you're right. hearing this right now, DM us at well, she's hearing it. Whatever time it is, movies. it is right now for her. So she's yeah, hearing that exactly. right now. Shh, what? Shh, wait, so joke. when is that? I, we're just blowing Brendan's mind here. Hold on, guys, wait. <laughs> so when what? is then? I got a message from Mariah. Hold on. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, it's a picture. It's downloading. Hold on. <laughs> that's going to take a while, Steve. You know what? It's going to take a while. Yeah, we'll just come back to it later. That's, gonna, that's, so, that's like 12 JPEG files. <laughs> the, the, the worst cops in the world are out in the hallway piecing together the crime, and they're noticing that, for some reason, uh, all crime scenes are forming a Christmas tree pattern. No, it's uh it's an it's an oblong uh oblong but, no, an irregular polygon. But Santa so Santa, so Doug gets kicked out of the fucking sheriff station. Uh Santa shows up and wipes out every police officer. Yep. By the way, nobody in town notices that the entire police force has been excuse me, slaughtered. I have the hiccups. Uh <laughs> no, they don't notice because this is Hell Township. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's life in well, hell. I mean, no cops in hell. You don't need the cops until you need I mean, them. I mean, did you see how the cops reacted earlier with a crime scene? Do you think anyone would notice that they were gone? <laughs> it's true. Uh, but Santa shows up. Yeah, so Santa kills them all. And then for some reason, Santa's driving a cop car. He well, stole the cop car at the police just, station. Yeah, but just yeah. use your fucking sleigh. No, because then you wouldn't get this Terminator 2 reference. You have a flying sleigh. <laughs> we need to make references that is not known to the characters in the movie <laughs> it doesn't matter uh, it's not for the characters in the movie here's a question does terminator exist in the world in which this like this happens canada yeah like have these characters seen terminator do you think yeah we have we have terminator in canada no we don't yeah <laughs> it's called we do in st john well you have a different version of it but i mean yeah I will say this, the when she starts explaining how the gun works to him, and him having the inability to just fire off the gun, the limitations on ammunition available for that gun, it is the most some of the most realistic gun talk I've ever seen in a movie. That's yeah. how you know what happens in America. Hold on, though. I think the scene... So Santa Claus uh, catches up to our heroes, 
and gets on the back of the car and tries to get in. But when they're talking about, like, oh, loading the gun and he can't shoot the gun, I thought that was just a euphemism for the fact that he's a virgin. Well, there's that, too. Yeah. Uh, but he finally does shoot Santa, and hilariously, she's like, you shot Santa? Well, yeah! What did you think he was getting ready to do? <laughs> so, he shoots Santa. Of course, it has no effect. And uh, they quickly run back to uh, Grandfather's house into his into his uh, his secure bunker. I think this is... Yeah, at this point, they finally figure out. They're like, okay, we gotta get out of here. We gotta basically run out the clock till, till it's midnight, like Greenwich Mean Time or whatever. So, until yeah. Christmas is over. So, Santa Claus will lose his powers. Uh, they decide to take off on some snowmobiles. However, Santa Claus shows up and confronts them. Yes, and it looks like he has the original NWA title on. (laughs) (laughs) He does. He was the champion at the time. (laughs) Yeah. Goldberg represented the NWA. You don't remember that? Uh, In 2005? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so wait, that never was a thing where, like, on a Christmas Monday Night Raw or something, Goldberg <laughs> came out dressed as Santa and won the Intercontinental title or something? Oh my god, you just combined so many wrong things, I want to punch myself. <laughs> how, how and then inspired? RTD2 came down from the USS Enterprise and... Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and he jumped in a TARDIS and flew away. Bleep, blorp, blorp, bleep, plop! <laughs> Nerd rage! Uh, but he does get one of my favorite lines of this movie, uh, because, uh, his buffalo thing kills grandpa, grandpa, and he says, grandpa got run over by a reindeer. It's yeah. actually a buffalo or a yak or something, so. By the way, most song is incorrect. anticlimactic death of the entire movie, he's apparently been chasing grandpa for a thousand years, and that's it? Let's, just, let's that's the it? yak do all the leg lifting, or the leg work. Uh, but the, you know, the chase begins, he gets in his sleigh, and he's chasing, uh, the, our heroes on their snowmobiles, and he's throwing present bombs at them. Death from above. I like the present <laughs> bombs, that's pretty great. Uh, but he's, he's chasing them down, he ends up running into Pastor Dave Thomas again, who mm-hmm. is doing, like, a Christmas tree, uh, thing, and, like, uh, but, like, a chorus is say or choir is singing, and when he sees Santa coming towards him, he's like, get out of my way, skanks! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, but he ends up, Dave Thomas ends up in Santa's sleigh right beside him. Goldberg says, I'm just trying to spread a little Yuletide fear. Knocks him out. Dave Thomas is in possession of Santa. Uh, that is what Dave, happens in this wait, movie. You mean what? Dave Thomas is, or sorry, opposite. Santa possesses. Santa is in possession of Dave Thomas. No, I meant the other thing. It's a oh. twist. What the fuck <laughs> okay. are you talking about? I'm confused. Santa kidnaps Dave Thomas. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We're back on board. Okay. So okay. then our heroes make their way to a school. And uh, he's a big pussy, so he can't figure out how to break a window. Well, when the window's made of plexiglass, you yeah. try to punch it. Well, he's also a big idiot. Yes. So, so she has to do all the work again and crawl underneath the window. Guys, th- I think this is a feminist film. <laughs> this is yeah. a stealth <laughs> feminist D- film. Does it pass the Bechtel test? Is uh, there another female character she talks wait, to? Wait a second. No. No. no, never mind. There's not. You're welcome. 
a Steve. Does, does she talk to any of the skanks, skanks of the gold digger? I don't remember. The fact that you described it as, does she talk to any of the skanks at the gold digger? <laughs> should tell you right then. Oh, wait. It does not pass okay. the test. <laughs> I seem to remember Tess Tickler talking to Joan of Nards. Uh, <laughs> Why? Why? Yes. These are the best names ever. <laughs> oh, wait. A strip club where all the strippers are named after balls? <laughs> <laughs> or historical references. Well, I mean, gold nuggets. Joan <laughs> of nerds. For years I've waited for a Joan of Arc stripper. <laughs> Finally, I have it. Uh, but anyway, so uh, they even, like, when they're trying to break in through the, through the window, they even get a moment where... He's like, she's like, you have to push me down so I can fit through the window. And she's like, oh, my, oh my god, just push my tits down, you fucking nutless the window boobs, moron. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was just like, come on, make. A, do I have to make every move in this relationship? <laughs> yeah, grab my boobies. Also, fun fact: as a lady, you can push your own, you can yeah. push your own girls down to squeeze through. Grab stuff. my boobs and give me a shove. Yes, ma'am. Zip. <laughs> well, Santa shows up. Yep. He makes uh, a who's your daddy joke. He does. He also at, takes the uh, he gets the muscles all red, ready to go and do some kid hunting. Uh, Ew. When he when he busts out the big guns, pun intended. Guess what Patty said while we were watching this? What? Ooh, Santa with muscles. Ah! <laughs> what? So, so now you're gonna make her watch Santa with muscles, right? I am. I love her. No, I am not gonna do that to her. <laughs> Can I, can I ask, uh, why did Santa Claus suddenly have Godzilla powers? <laughs> I thought it was a yoga flame. <laughs> yoga fire! I, right. like, cause I, looked, I looked away for a second and then looked up and there was a fireball. And I was like, wait, did he throw that? So I rewound it. Spitting him out like Bowser. Yep. No, he breathes fire too. Well, it tracks. He's the son well, of the devil. So. Yeah, they'll say he's from hell. Come on. Yeah. It's just funny that he only used started using that now. Well, he's getting more powerful the closer he gets to Christmas. Why didn't His he use will it? Peak and then wane. Why didn't he use that to fucking light the strip club on fire? Well, because okay. he, he hadn't reached maximum power. Right. He hadn't leveled up yet. Yeah. No. Well, and and also, I mean, okay, if you're expelling something like, let's say you're vomiting. Do you want to vomit all the time? Or if yes. it's like, oh, I got these presents from the Middle East that have bombs in them. Maybe I'll use those instead. No, I'd be vomiting and... all the time, Steve. <laughs> and then it's like, ah, I'm all out of weapons. Ah, take that. <laughs> oh, that really burns my esophagus. Yeah, the heartburn, man. That's why he needs the milk and cookies, and there's none to be found. We get a another fantastic Christmas gag here where Goldberg's reading Charles Dickens yeah. and says... Christmas really scares the dickens out of people. You know what? Now that we, since we've we kind of gone through some of these, I made a little compilation of Santa's greatest hits. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let's listen to some of his great lines in this movie. Not all of them are like one-liners, so to speak, but uh, just listen. Where do you think you're going, fat boy? I thought I'd stuff some stockings. Why, I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. Who's your daddy? 
Father Christmas. Not a creature is stirring. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. I just love how the holidays always seem to bring people closer together. I'm Santa Claus, not fucking Dracula! Honey, I had the most terrible nightmare. Visions of sugar plums? There you go. <laughs> Forgot about the Dracula one. That was, that was my favorite. <laughs> I have that one as a note here too. Yeah, yeah because okay, so the the heroes they make their way into uh, an no, ice rink. Before that, oh, the library. His <clears throat> no, his his crack about I'm um, Santa Claus, not Dracula. Yeah, that's when they're in the ice rink. Earlier in the movie, when he was killing Saul Rubinick, the star David bounced off his face and he got all like about it. I was waiting for that to be something and it never was. That's because he got hit in the face with a star. <laughs> you tend to like scratch your face up a little bit if you no, get in no, the face with when... his forehead though. No, yeah, the Yeah, the he got light... hit in the forehead with a fucking star. The light Somebody was nunchucked a star at his necklace. face. No, no, no. Nobody nunchucked anything. It was just the light refracting off of Saul oh, Rubinick's oh, necklace. Oh, wait, so you're saying he his eyes were blinded by light? No, no. By he... the Star of David. Yeah. We're saying that... Like, did anybody expect... else think to blind Santa? We're, we're saying that it appeared to be some sort of weakness, like a Dracula weakness, but for him, the Star of David. But much like 5,000 other things in this movie, it's a plot thread that has started and never continued. Right. Well, to be fair, the Star of David's a little to bit older. <laughs> Uh, so yes so they're okay let's get to the ice rink so they're yeah the ice rink in the school in the school right that okay yeah i'm from canada the hockeyest of hockey countries and i have never been to a school that had the rink inside the school no i think you went to the wrong school obviously i did well, you see, there's one in Edmonton apparently where this was filmed. Well, you see, some some parents who truly love their children earn a little extra money to send their kids to a better school okay. so that they can live well, a better life. <laughs> Wait, Nathan, I will I will say this though. As you said, apparently a school in Edmonton. I guarantee you, the, the rink and the school are not the same building. What? Shocker. Uh, I don't know, Edmonton. That's that's definitely a uh, a well-to-do province as far as money goes, especially in 2005. You mean Alberta is a well-to-do province? Sorry, yes, Alberta. <laughs> Edmonton being a city. Yes. Um, I feel that they there is a distinct possibility that they could have filmed this at a school that had a hockey rink in it. They could. not because of you know the the movie the money was going to generate but just that it was a pre-existing structure somewhere in Edmonton they could have but i doubt it was like let's find one it was probably like let's shoot in the school oh shit there's an ice rink i guess we could use that too that's a possibility as well oh good we can finally have this curling thing come back into play Sa- santa claus comes after them in a zamboni and yep. instead of just, I don't know, running towards them and murdering them with a fire or something. But anyway, he's driving towards them with a Zamboni and they shine a flashlight in his face. And that's what he says. I'm Santa Claus, not fucking Dracula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but then, twist! Grandpa's back because right. he is the angel that made the bet with Santa Claus. And he says, bum, bum, bum. let's make another bet. 
But this time, like Nathan said earlier, instead of a thousand years, you have to be good forever. Because that's how you want your Santa Claus horror movie to end with a curling game. Yeah. yeah. No thanks. I think I'll just kill everybody. <laughs> I think I have the upper hand. They start the they they start the curling game, which means that uh, Shatan has Shatan. agreed to, <laughs> agreed to the terms. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't really get that because then he just throws Grandpa into the hell pit. Right, which means he is disqualified, he loses, therefore loses the bet. Steve, Good can day, you get, sir! Steve, can you get the curling rule book out there for a minute? Um, the what now? The, the, the <laughs> curling rule book. Look up right. specifically... Once every four years, people no, will remember that curling is technically a sport in some not, provinces. Not that part, not that uh, part. Skip, the part skip, that okay. governs... Yeah, no, the part that governs uh, throwing someone into a hellhole. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, five minutes for throwing an opponent into a curling oh, circle. Um, high it's... sticking. Okay, let's see here. You go too far. Back a little bit. Hellhole. Uh, hellhole. 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 Uh, oh yeah, disqualification. There we go. There we go. See. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So grandma's throwing it in there. But hilar- uh Hilariously, I don't know if it's hilariously, but thankfully. Uh, they have one of Grandpa's inventions, the Nutcracker, and yep. Nicholas shoots Santa with it and says, "Chest nut." Yeah, but I have a note here. Why does she say scary yet educational? Oh wait, I do want to play that scene. <laughs> so this is the, la- this is the last little clip here. This is uh, so they they decide, they tell Santa like you can't be evil anymore because it's past midnight now, so Christmas is over. However, right. Santa Claus has a has another explanation. The clock just struck midnight at the pole. Christmas is officially over for you, Santa. You know, most people make the same mistake. The correct time at the pole is completely discretionary. Because the poles are where all the time zones actually converge. Scary yet educational. So, what I'm saying... <laughs> Nitwits, is that Christmas is over when I say it's over. Yep. I can't believe Santa oh just used the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he's evil Santa. It's 2018 Santa. Nitwits like that. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, I didn't... Re- that's our word. All right, everybody, get on the ground. Get on the ground. You gotta talk like that around here. Oh, hey, hashtag CBC. 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 <laughs> Canadian Broadcasting Network. <laughs> Nathan, I knew we would get kicked off one day. <laughs> so uh, sorry, I gotta shut you down. So, they get Santa down, the gra- the, they save Grandpa from the pit. Meanwhile, Santa still has Dave Thomas as his sex slave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa for some reason, though, now he can't leave the ice rink. He's just like, I'm a slave to this place now. Okay, sure, no, why not? He says he can't leave, but then he leaves. When does he leave? He, like, vanishes or Oh, I think he goes, he goes back to, like, heaven or something. But I don't think... I think it just means, like, in the physical world, he can't leave the ice rink. So he, couldn't go, he couldn't go with them. They had to do yeah. this part well, of the journey on their if own. There's, right. If there's anything I learned from the movie Angels in the Crease... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like Angels in the Outfield, but Canadian. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all I got. That was a oh. real thing there for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, holy shit, I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> Starring Paul Gross. As a... Of course it is. <laughs> no, no, that's called Gone with Bruce. Canada, Canada's Tony Danza. <laughs> Paul Gross and the ghost of Leslie Nielsen. Yes! I'm in! Fuck Frobisher. Oh, it's due south all over again. <laughs> so, okay, we're at the end here. So, we, uh... Thank God. We, so they get they get they save Grandpa. Santa takes off. Grandpa says, "Listen, you can still stop him. He's got he's pretty much powerless at this point. Just end him. Put an end to this forever." So they find the NRA, the NRA, basically in the middle of the fucking winter, right? Because they're they're out looking at the northern lights or stargazing or something. One of them has a fucking voice box. <laughs> So he's basically like, he's coming right for us. Yeah, that guy was awesome. <laughs> no, way, no, it Jimbo. Me, it did take me a while to realize that that was a guy and not a chick. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been grandma. Hashtag don't but, assume. Right? Um, but they basically, uh, they sh- Nick, Nicholas and, uh, her name is Mary. We haven't said her name once. The girlfriend. <laughs> they show her a friend. By the way, hilarious. This Nicholas- movie does not past the Bechtel test, neither does this podcast on this one. <laughs> You're right. No women talk to each other. Wait a second, Testicles. wait a second. Who's this? It's Mariah. Hello, Izzy! Oh, hi, Mariah! Let's talk about each other! Yeah, we definitely shouldn't talk about any gentlemen, so that that way we can pass the Bechtel test. Yeah! All around children, let me tell you a we can talk about We can talk about Mariah's penis. <laughs> we, this podcast just passed the Bechtel test. You're welcome, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my what a lovely cock you have, Mariah. This Fun fact: is... the Bechtel test is flawed. <laughs> you don't say. Completely <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> so they tell the NRA there's this giant reindeer buffalo thing that you guys can shoot, and I know you'll love that. So they, of course, they're like, "Yeah, let's kill it." So oh, they, what do you call it, a sky deer or something? Yeah, something stupid like that. So Santa's like. You know, riding a sleigh in the sky. And so everyone starts shooting. They blow up the sleigh. Sleigh crashes. However, uh, Pastor Dave Thomas is the one in the sleigh. So everybody thinks he's the murderer. And then the cops show up. And then in front of everyone, they start sawing body parts off of fucking Dave Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's like, hold on. Don't don't wait till fucking people leave. Just start sawing his arms and legs off (laughs) in front of everyone um but then of course santa is not dead he goes and he's in his uh hell's angels gear i guess and he goes and gets a flight to the north pole yep this is where the uh the the lady working the counter pronounces his name satan yeah and he's like it's shatan like oh like the hockey player yeah (laughs) another canadian reference it's a yep. weird, it's a weird final scene. Like, I know there's, like, there's jokes, there's jokes, kind of, but it's pretty, like, not funny. Like, it's just kind of, like, pretty straight as, as a final scene. And, and he, did you notice he, he takes a quick peek directly down the pipe of the, of the camera? I, I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah. But, uh, he basically just takes a seat, and he's gonna get a flight back to the North Pole. Credits! <laughs> Enter more freaking ridiculous music. Cue the not outtakes first, which is just literally scenes from the movie. Because we gotta pad this motherfucker. No, I think at that point there was supposed to be credits 
for those actors, but they never put the uh, the text in. That actually makes a lot of sense. Because if you watch it, it's each individual actor almost like a, a direct headshot yep. of them framed. Like, it should be like Saul Rubinick, James Caan, or Alan Smithy, maybe, in this case. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever did the fucking credits on the title design on this movie really dropped the ball. <laughs> to say the least. Well, guys, I will ask the ultimate question now before we go to break. Would you uh, would you recommend Santa Slay? Let's start with our guests. Uh, Izzy. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Very distinct. Okay. Nope. Steve? Steve? <laughs> if you like Silent Night, Deadly Night, and even the sequels and reboots and whatever they've had, it might be worth a gander, but... Uh, you know what? You can just watch the first five minutes on YouTube, and that that pretty much sets sets it right there. All right, Nathan. Uh, I actually kind of would. Yeah. But I, I like I said, I I wasn't looking forward to watching it, and I'm certainly not gonna be going out to buy it on Blu-ray DVD. But <laughs> um, it's on YouTube. I I did manage to uh, to derive. A certain amount of fun from it so i mean if you're in the right yeah. headspace especially in canada as since october it's a great movie to watch <laughs> yeah i i will actually second that and say i did enjoy it a lot more than i remembered it because i had seen it once like a long time ago and i remembered it as just being really stupid well it is really stupid but being really like unwatchable but it's definitely not i i, I definitely enjoyed how ridiculous and dumb it was yeah. At least it's like an hour and ten minutes or something. Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, it's literally seventy-four minutes without credits, guys. <laughs> yeah, it gets yes. it gets points for being brief. Yeah. Uh, so that being said, we are going to take a brief commercial break. We'll be right back. What were they thinking? Is brought to you by Hostgator. Hostgator is a leading provider of shared reseller VPS and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24/7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust Hostgator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. And we're back! Oh my god, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh my god, Are you mocking me? Are you mocking the only female on this here podcast? Hashtag time's up, Nathan. <laughs> it was my NPR air horn. Flip, flip, flam. Right. Uh, Nathan? Uh, yes, Brendan. Uh, Steven and Izzy? Mm-hmm. Yes, Brendan. It's time for the low haiku. Ah, the low haiku. Are we perfectly encapsulate the movie we've just talked about in 17 syllables. Ooh, sounds delicious. It does. So, our guests, did you prepare haikus? I believe Steve has a haiku prepared for us. Okay. Uh, sure. 
Um, <clears throat> Santa Claus is here. Spreading Christmas cheer? Something? <laughs> um, oh, look, Fran Drescher. <laughs> uh, that, that was just uh, written uh, just recently? <laughs> <laughs> um, written? Yes, yes, totally written down. Not just uh, random syllables Composed. thrown in a general direction. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh,. Goldberg as Kringle. Budget blown on cameos. Dad jokes were on point. Steve, are you doing your tongue wagging? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> just like you, Brendan, he can't snap. I, I think he can. He's just being a dink. He's being a dick. <laughs> All right. Uh, last In one Canada, here. Canada, it's pronounced dink. Fun fact, gentlemen. <laughs> fun fact, all thieves are dicks. <laughs> but all, but are all dicks Steve's? No, but all Ooh. Steve's are dicks. It's like a we'll riddle. Okay, here's here's the final haiku. <clears throat> Jewish Santa Claus killing all the motherfucks, but first, curling game. Thank you. Some strong, strong language for NPR. I'm sorry. We'll have to. We'll lose our sponsorship with Johnson's Maple Syrup. Johnson's Maple Syrup, the only maple syrup you can trust your family to. Johnson's Maple Syrup, it's not just for testicles anymore. <laughs> it's like, the only maple syrup I'll put on my Johnson. <laughs> oh. Oh. Guys, we're out. We're out. <sighs> Uh, Steve's Johnson was too much for me to handle there. <laughs> it's Yikes. a lot. I know from experience. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve, what do we always say at a time like this? Don't take a word for us. So, yes. Don't take our word for it, guys. Well, right. critics gave it a uh, not applicable on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it's not a real movie or what? Yeah. It's it's a water park, so it's not applicable. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the audience gave it a 42%. So... That's... Uh, you know, that... Yeah... If they go into it, like I said, knowing what you're getting into, I could see it being rating at, at least that high. Well, Nathan, I think we do have a few critics' reviews, though. I think do we? A, I think there's about two or three on there, if there's any one of those that you would like to start us off with. David Cornelius no. from Hollywood Bitch Slap. <clears throat> yes. It's a cheap... No, it's cheap. It's goofy, but it's surprisingly smart and... Endlessly entertaining. Mm, I don't know about smart. I don't know about That's... entertaining. What are you talking about, Izzy? <laughs> it's definitely not endless. Seventy-four minutes. Uh, okay, so I, I just, I, I just have audience ones because like there's three, there's three reviews. This, this is. Uh, I'll read the first couple because they're just short. This one gives it uh, four stars, and he says. I was floored 
by the names in the cast of this movie. Fred Drescher, James Caan, Chris Kattan, Dave Thomas? It's hilarious. Perfect horror for the holidays. Yeah, that all-star cast that you just named. <laughs> and James Caan. <laughs> Those are all the stars he knows. And this one uh, gives it three and a half stars, and he just says, I don't know how to live anymore! <laughs> I, I did actually... I did note, what is this world I'm living in at one point in the movie? Because I was watching Santa Claus take apart a strip joint after making out with strippers. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? So I feel that that review is a valid point. <laughs> uh, Steven, Izzy, would you like to read a review? Uh, I think I got one here. Hold on. Okay. That caught my attention. Um... From Ryan Cracknell of the Movie Views. Ooh. Santa Slay stands as one of the ultimate Christmas bee flicks. For my time, it's no Jack Frost or Jack Frost 2, but it does have a couple inspiring moments. Um, I assume he's going to talk about the. He's talking about the Michael Keaton Jack Frost? I hope so. Yeah, the <laughs> sequel. No, he is not. The sequel's when Michael <laughs> Keaton comes back, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Jack Frost 2 White Noise or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a review here from David Nasser from Real Film Reviews. He says Gil- Goldberg. I almost said Gilberg. That would have been great. <laughs> oh my God. Goldberg delivers on an appropriately tongue-in-cheek performance, uh, imbuing his Santa Claus with a nice balance of malevolence and sleaziness. His Santa Claus. He doesn't really change his voice though. <laughs> like- I was gonna say, I guess both being jacked up to eleven makes it balance yeah technically he's, he's pretty one note the whole movie <laughs> yeah he, uh, he's either killing people or being a sleazebag this is a this is a little bit longer but this is a review a review uh they rated it not interested um i guess make your bad children watch this if you want them to take christmas seriously good kids versus bad kids getting presents no idea what that means or just point them in the wrong direction altogether, causing them to help B-movies make their money and raise them to not to know good movies from a hole in the ground. Might want to make your own assumptions and scary tales to make your children abide by your rules. This flick, haven't seen it and won't, will probably force the schools to hold your kids back a year or two. Never know. That was an incredibly confusing one, because yep, obviously he's never seen it, so he has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I rate that reviewer a zero. <laughs> Is he, I would like you from now on to grade every review. <laughs> I will grade the reviews and the reviewers. That review gets a zero. That reviewer gets a negative one. Uh, we got any other ones? I just have one more. But if you guys have, I've got, ones. I've got a one here. Uh, but if Steven Izzy have one, by yeah, all means, have at it. No, no, I'm here to judge the judges. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so Alex Roy, who is a super reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes, bought this film for $4 at a used DVD store. I heard about this film and how funny and terrify it was. Terrify it was. Super reviewer. Santa's Sleigh is a terrific... (laughs) Santa's Sleigh is a terrific above-average comedy horror film with plenty of laughs and awesome kills. This is one of the best B-horror films I've ever seen. The thing that surprises... 
me the most was that Brett Ratner produced this film. And considering he butchered the third X-Men film and directed those awful Rush Hour films, he does manage to produce something good here. Santa Slay is high on laughs, and to complement the high amount of laughs, there is a high body count. If Halloween is traditional Halloween viewing, then Santa's sleigh is traditional viewing for the Christmas holidays. A terrific comedy horror film. Mm. Is he? The review started out pretty poor, but he turned it back around. I don't necessarily agree with him, but I'm going to give him a 3 out of 5. As for the reviewer himself, I don't think he's doing a ton of higher math, so I'm going to give him a (laughs) 2. All right, I'm really curious to see what you think of this one, Izzy. This is the the last (laughs) audience review here. Do you guys have another one, or? No, we don't. Oh, okay. Judging the judges. All right, so here we go. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, This person gives it one star. Okay, so my mom, sister, and I started watching this, and right off the bat, Santa starts killing people, and so we stopped watching it. And you want to know something? Santa spells Satan. Like, what the fuck? One star. (laughs) I am going to go ahead and assume that since he mentioned he saw it with his mom and his sister, that he's 40 and lives in their basement. <laughs> uh, he didn't finish watching the the movie, so therefore he gets zero stars on his review because he doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. He was accurate. He, they do start sh- killing people right away, but he turned it off, so therefore he doesn't get a chance to review. As for being a 40-year-old guy who lives in his mom's ba- mom and sister's basement, I'm going to have to give him a negative two. <laughs> Why does the sister get to live upstairs? <laughs> I'm totally Wait. picturing the scene from uh, fucking Billy Madison where the guy's like, everybody here is dumber for having heard you say that. I, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That's exactly. Izzy, I want to bring you back every two weeks just to review the reviews. <laughs> I'm going to start a spinoff podcast where I review the reviews you read on your review section of your podcast. Please do that just as a section on everything I learned from movies. So that was Santa Slay. It was. Uh, those are some terrific reviews. Now, for the next episode we're doing in two weeks, we are doing another Patreon pick. As it were, yes. Uh, from Luke. Patreon Luke has selected our next movie, but we're not going to reveal what it is this time. We're just going to give a little hit ski. So, Nathan, if you want to uh, take the floor and hit away. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> Mr. Miguel. <Okay. clears throat> Alright. I need to get my, my instrument ready here. <clears throat> okay. You're all right. <clears throat> Alright, just give it a hit. <clears throat> okay, I'll do my hint is, God damn you, Wyoming. There you go. If anybody people remember Wyoming, you'll have a good idea of what's coming. Well, we do have an interview next week with uh, Mr. Uh, Joseph Culp, so check that out too. But in two weeks, we will be talking about that movie that Nathan just hinted at. Yeah. Wyoming. So uh, excited. I can't wait. Izzy, contain yourself. Oh my God. Go well, back. Speaking of jizzing all over the place, Stephen Izzy, would you like to promote your podcast? Sure, just give me a sec. Stephen Jizzy? Stephen Jizzy? (laughs) I feel offended as a woman. (laughs) Not okay. Hey, wait, wait, wait. 
Steve and Jizzy at everything I sperm from movies. <laughs> oh my god, it's getting worse. And I'm retired. <laughs> All right, so be no, sure to check out our podcast, My Fellow Filmericans. <laughs> no, that's not it. You will not. <laughs> or, our, or our other one, uh, Everything I Learned from Movies at eilfn.podbean.com. And of course, check us out on Twitter and Facebook and all that at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Uh, we got some uh, great movies coming up for January. Yeah, but we do. Uh, follow us to get details on all that. What's our theme for January, Steve? Uh, do we want to say right here? I don't know. Do you want to let the Canadians know? It's January of the Apes. Oh, shit! Oh, I thought you were doing yeah. Netflix things. Oh, no. Oh, that's for our uh, bonus episodes on Patreon. Uh, you yeah. can follow us at Patreon uh, slash EILF Movies and get all kinds of bonuses and uh, stuff. Yeah, page, our Patreon members are about to get, as Brendan had to spoil, uh, about to get some bonus Sorry. content unavailable <laughs> to the masses. So feel free to sponsor us on Patreon so you can gain access to these extra special episodes. Yeah, and Brendan actually has a couple things arriving in the mail shortly, as long <laughs> as the uh, Canadian Postal Service does their thing. Um <laughs> But yeah. story. <laughs> but yeah, we got uh, interviews, uh, all kinds of like, commentaries, lots mm-hmm. of mini-episodes and stuff. Uh, check us out, won't you? Okay. Was that ad and just it, for me? That was just for you, it, Brandon, just, just for you. And uh, also, if you like uh, Brandon and Nathan, they oftentimes uh, come on over to our episodes, too. <laughs> Who the fuck is Brandon, you son of a bitch? Yeah, Brandon might come with me. Yeah, we have Brandon. Also, Brent comes on sometimes. All right, Brandon so patreon.com unsubscribe <laughs> now he'll never get the bonus episodes uh yeah we we have talked about movies on your show as well that is correct that's correct and, and thank you for having us too. on your show oh, yes. oh thank you oh. for coming all over the place please clean up and if you're a fan of this here show and you're a fan of montrose bunkington you can hear about his origins on our podcast <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yes you can wait uh wait okay okay we you know guys we need to nip this in the bud right now because it's been a long standing feud and it's christmas time i just want to get this like settled so montrose will you please come in yes hello yes okay montrose montrose's mm-hmm. father come on what, what does everybody want? It's too okay, you for guys this. need to make up. It's Christmas. Hash it out right now. But I'm, I'm sorry, this? Brendan. We're far too British for that sort of thing. Son, Merry Christmas. He said it! Father! I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Oh, I did as well. No, it appears neither one of us are living up to our promises. Embrace me, you bastard! Oh, why have we wronged each other for so long? <laughs> the most awkward part about this is I thought they were Jewish. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, they're British. How <laughs> dare you? It. Son? Yeah, stop is... with that bloody music! <laughs> what? what is that? I think Brendan's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm well. done. That's the only reason I wanted you to reunite. <laughs> Brandon just can't get it off unless two monkeys are embracing. That's right. So now that I've uh, plugged my shit, uh, Nathan, 
Montrose. With what? Don't ask. Don't ask. Don't ask. It's a reason Don't. why this is an audio-only podcast. <laughs> oh. Montrose. Good lord. After, after your Have... lovely reunion with your father, which got me off sexually, would you like to plug it... your uh, stuff? You have ruined this entire thing mm-hmm. with your terribleness. So that means you hate each other again? I've no, got to go I... now. My job is done here. Loathe as the angel you. saving everyone from Santa. Steve, the monkey drank all our rum again. Son of a bitch! <laughs> he is he is a bit of a lush. I, I won't deny that. Yes. So, um, and now, now and I'm trying to um, get past this whole thing that Brendan has done. I'm just going to soldier forth. Uh, do... Uh, check out my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook at Montrose Monkington III Esquire and Friends. You may also follow me on Twitter at uh, Montrose the Third. That's the number three RD. Uh, I will actually be having some stuff up for the most recent WWE pay-per-view, the tables, ladders, and chairs. <gasps> Uh, oh and possibly a, a well wish uh, for Christmas uh, to all the friends of Montrose. Thank you. More later. With all that being said, we should uh, plug our podcast. Obviously, yes, we uh, we have a podcast. The one you're currently listening to. It's called What Were They Thinking? You can find mm-hmm. us at all the podcatchers like iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. Obviously. Uh, find us on facebook just search what were they thinking we're also on twitter and instagram at wwtt podcast patreon.com slash wwtt podcast patreon is actually the reason for this episode and the next two they are all patreon picks so uh, and it's actually the reason it's the reason for this episode not just because it was a patreon pick but because of what brendan did with his Patreon pick in that he made Steve watch Santa with muscles, and I apologize uh, on his behalf, Steve. It's all right, it wasn't and I bad. retract his apology on my behalf. Suffer! <laughs> good day, sir. Uh, I said good day. I said good day. Uh, but yeah, you so... You lose good day. <laughs> good day? No, I said you lose good day. Okay, good day. Good day. Good day. What if we... Wait, I say good day? Gal good day? Okay, what? Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot, the star of Wonder Woman? Impression? I do a really good Gal Gadot impression. <laughs> Listen to Steve's game show if you want to hear it. That's right. It's pretty <laughs> fantastic. Uh, okay, well, anyway. With all that being said. <sighs> Nathan. Yes, Brandon. Nathan. <laughs> yes, Brandon. Do you have any questions, i.e. in regards to EXEG dot dot colon Santa Slay? Oh, actually, before I get to my questions oh, about that, okay. we did we mention the wrestling joke at the end of the credits? Oh, you mean this one? Who's next? Yes, Goldberg uh, checks the list and says, who's next? Which was his line when he was a wrestler. Wah, wah. Sure was. Brendan told me to sit through the credits. All the credits. <laughs> right? Yep. And I thought, okay, they're doing like a, a stinger at the end. This this will be worth it. Mm-hmm. It was not worth it. <laughs> Absolutely worth not. It. Worth it. Damn you, worth Brandon. Worth it. Even less worth it for Stephen Izzy because there was no outtakes leading up to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just credits and it's like, all right, well, maybe 
All right, just wait a minute to... Oh, wait, oh so, notice... something's happening, something's happening! Uh, that's I, it. I, I wonder what vindictive crew member got to decide which crew members were naughty or nice during the credits, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they yeah, like... they definitely picked it. I don't know who got the pick best. Yeah, well, the cast was like... The cast, it was based on their characters, obviously. But yeah. when it got to the crew, I was like, wait, why is the best boy grip naughty? And why is the production supervisor nice? Like... <laughs> I will say this, I, I I, think, or I hope, that the guy who kept yelling, I want it, after the weird yak thing acted up on set, he better get it checked off as nice. He better have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, again, yes, I, best part of that movie is Goldberg going up to the yak and being like, goodbye! So, I do have a couple questions. Okay. I mean, in a movie that has actually a, a, a pretty noteworthy cast... Yeah. Despite the fact that they were almost all rendered pointless cameos. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an, a movie where a very loose plot is strung together with, man, wouldn't it be cool if Sant killed somebody this way? Yeah. And a movie that actually was far more entertaining to me than it deserved to be. I just have to ask Brett Ratner particularly. Merry Christmas. What were they thinking? Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry little Christmas. Alright. Very good. <laughs> and stop. <laughs> It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love good movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a It's time to get busy With your friend Steven At eilfm.podbean.com was a quiet place inspired by signs that comes at night in War for the Planet of the Apes? Was Ready Player One influenced by Avatar, Wreck-It Ralph, and The Last Starfighter? Is a hurricane heist more influenced by Sharknado or Geostorm? These are the kinds of questions my guest co-hosts and I discuss on my podcast, Piecing It Together. Every week we look at a new movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it. Whether it's the story, the character development, tone, or even use of music. Every movie was influenced by something that came before and we want to figure out what. Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on piecingpod.com. You can also follow us on social media at piecingpod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network.